Dr. Peaky. Welcome to the Peaky channel. Today, it's time to pique my interest. Annual fees, lounge access, annual bonus points. Can you guess what we're about to talk about today? Credit cards, anyone? If it's been more than a few years since you applied for your credit card, it's probably a good time to revisit what's in your wallet. By the way, you might need some brain power for this episode. It's quite involving. I'll be posting a video on this shortly so that you can follow along with me as I show you the table I made. Hang in there just a little longer. These days, credit card companies offer really good perks for users and their prospects. Trust me with this. Don't let their annual fees lure you away. At face value, it may seem like annual fees are a waste of money. Actually, most of the time, they're not, and high annual fee cards tend to have the best gross benefits. Stay aboard if you want to know how to find out which are best for your profile, because that's exactly what we're going to go over today with just five steps. To demonstrate this, I'll be comparing Chase's Sapphire Preferred and their reserve cards against each other as if I'll only be using either of these cards for all expenses. Debits will be excluded from our equation since these figures will always stay the same per credit card. We'll look at whether the awarded points back for spending are canceling out the annual fees if there are any to begin with. That should tell us if they're worth it. Step number one, write out spend categories that matter to you and the credit cards you want to analyze. If you're not sure, start with my list here or try viewing the use summary that your credit card app prepares when you log into your online account. I've got one-time welcome bonus, annual fee, rental car, hotel, flights, restaurant, and some more. This is important. To save yourself time, don't bother listing benefits that you know you won't use in the table. I also recommend to separate spend categories like credit card annual fees and newcomer bonuses as I've done here. A hot tip is for Chase cards like Sapphire Reserve and Preferred, bonus point conversions for travel are offered automatically. Your points are worth 50% more with Reserve and 25% more with Preferred. Definitely include this in your table since it can influence your calculations by a lot. Step number two, fill in all cash back, awarded points, or miles offers for each card and for each spend category. So I hear you're an avid traveler? Well, then make sure you write in 2x points for hotels, 5x for flights, under the column for Chase Preferred, just like that. Step number three, estimate your awards based on your expenses for a typical year. I wrote out all my purchase totals for each category, then summed it up based on the 2022 summary spending reports from all my cards. I swiped roughly $37,000 last year, and if I had used the Chase Preferred card for all those purchases, I should have received 73,000 points. If I used the Chase Reserve card for all those purchases, I should have received 103,000 points. Step number four, 
Convert each benefit into a common currency like US dollars. Follow these two rules. Rule number one, roughly every 100 points is equal to $1. So if your one-time welcome bonus is 60,000 points and the 25% added travel point conversion for the Chase Preferred card brings you to 75,000 points, divide that by 100 and that's about 750 US dollars. Rule number two, for point credits paid out to you, mark them as a negative value. And for payments you need to make, such as the annual fees, mark them as a positive value. This will be as if we're looking at our credit card statements. The more negative the number, the better, because it's a bill you don't need to pay. Think of it like your account has been credited. Step number five, compute your gross totals by year except the benefits that are hard to put a number on for each card. Travel insurance, lounge access, luggage benefits are tough to include in my situation since I likely will not utilize them, but I left it here because it's something I did want to consider in my final decisions. If it comes to a draw, these benefits will definitely sway me one way. Remember, that first-time customer promotions are honored one time, so only include them in your first-year calculations. Let's go over mine together. For the first-year total, I summed up all converted US dollar values. For the second year, I summed up those same values except anything that expired. Usually, that's your one-time newcomer bonuses and miscellaneous benefits like global entry reimbursement. That's it. Now for the decision analysis part. Everyone's totals will be different for each card, especially because our financial spending will not be identical. Also, keep in mind that credit card benefits do change, as do the Instacart credits expiring for these cards on July 2024. Sometimes additional benefits will be added. Sometimes they'll be reduced. So for my spending habits, it looks like the reserve card is the clear winner compared to the preferred card. Even with the higher annual fee, which is almost six times the amount of the preferred card, I would have received much more money back with the reserve card. For the first year, we estimated about $600 more back in points. Potentially even more, considering if I use the airport lounge access and have a few drinks on the house, or if I end up having to use the travel insurance by reserve. By the end of the second year, we will have gotten more than $200 extra back for the reserve card. The hot takeaway today is to ensure you make decisions after conducting a comprehensive analysis on what multiplicative categories the card offers the special benefits like travel insurance and more side by side with other cards in question. Don't forget that to use certain benefits correctly, you must read the fine print. For instance, unless you're charging your Venture X card for your smartphone bill, you won't be able to take advantage of the protection benefit. Okay now, some of you might be like, Dr. Peaky, I'm like you and want to maximize my cash back, 
miles, and points. I don't necessarily have to settle with using only one credit card for all my expenses. Then tune in to my next Peak My Interest episode where I drill down what my analysis has found to earn even more points back. So, did you learn something today? I hope you did. I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye for now.